Hello? Hello? You're breaking the law. Impossible. I love the law. Hello and welcome to the 135th episode of Egg Timer Philosophy. I'm your host, Eric Roark, and for today's episode, I'll be taking a look at some questions and themes surrounding the relationship between ethics and the law. And for the rest of the episode, when I mention the law, I'll be talking about the law in a legal sense, and specifically criminal law. I bring that up because some philosophers who talk about morality or ethics bring in the idea of a moral law, and some philosophers and others that talk about uh, religion sometimes bring in the notion of God's law or divine law. But for today, law just designates the legal law. Now, the relationship between ethics and the law has a lot of interesting dynamics, so I'll just jump right in with two quick points to do some stage setting. First, when thinking about ethics and the law, it's important to consider that they are very different concepts, and it's a mistake to treat the two as equivalent. A certain action might be an ethical one and also an illegal one. An example of this might be certain places that have made it a crime to give food to homeless individuals. And on the flip side, an act that is legal to do might not be ethical. As far as I know, it's not illegal to mock individuals with mental disabilities, but it's an ethically awful thing to do. The reasons for the distinction between the ethical and the legal are fairly clear. Laws are established and enforced by political power. The political power might be just one person, if, say, that's determined by a dictator, or it might be by a democratically elected group of people, or it might involve some other political process altogether. But in any event, the law, which inevitably results from political power, may be ethical or it may fail to be. That will just depend on whether the political power involved is creating rules, laws, that correspond with ethics. A second major point here is that there's a very strong case to be made that ultimately our judgments about the rightness or legitimacy of laws will ultimately involve ethical ideas and not legal ones. To see why this is the case, consider any law you like along with its corresponding punishment. A good one here that exists in just about every place are laws regulating how fast you can legally drive your car. So we can ask, what justifies those laws? The answer, because, there are, because they are laws, that isn't much of an answer. That's just a circular rephrasing of the question, not a justification of any real type. Now, a justification could be that such a law helps public safety and are important to keeping people safe. Now, when that answer is given, the justification involving safety, that's an ethical justification of a law, not a legal justification of a law. You can apply this same reasoning to any law. If it's justifiable, it seems like it's because the ethical considerations, or at least considerations that can be put in ethical terms, are being used to defend the law. And if those ethical considerations can't be given, then it's completely fair to ask, what then is actually justifying the law in question? And at that point, if all a person can say is, well, because it's the law, 
then they haven't really said very much at all. So while ethics and the law are two very different things, there's also a strong case to be made that any justification for a specific law will ultimately be ethical in nature. Following this line of thought, a question here can be whether it's necessary that any law, which can be rationally defended, and any of its associated punishments have an ethical foundation. I think a strong case can be made here for the answer being yes, and this is for a few reasons. One just goes back to the idea of what justifications for law people do and ought to find acceptable. If a political power were to make a law and refuse to even address whether the law abided by ethical consideration, then it seems right that those subjected to the law would have a clear reason to be skeptical with that law. In such a case, people subjected to the law could rightly say that they're just being subjected to power, plain and simple power, given only the name of law. Now, obviously debates about ethics can be complex, but those complexities don't detract from the idea that any law which can be rationally defended and its associated punishments would have an ethical foundation. That idea matches with most people's basic intuitions, both in terms of specific laws, as well as punishments from re that result from the violation of law. But there is a tougher related question here, and that's whether it's sufficient that any law which can be rationally defended and its associated punishments have an ethical foundation. And when you hear the idea of sufficiency in philosophical arguments, think of that as asking whether an ethical foundation is all that it would take for a law to be rationally defended or justified. The case here is much less strong than saying a law must necessarily have an ethical grounding in order to be defensible. This is because there might be instances of things that we have a strong reason to think are unethical, but might not want to make a law surrounding. So here's an example of this. Many people think that generally speaking, committing adultery is unethical. And I know that's a big topic and a lot more could be said about it, but let's just assume for, for the moment that at least under certain conditions, committing adultery is unethical. Okay. Now, if we invoke the idea of an ethical basis being sufficient for law, right? The idea that the mere idea of the ethical basis being all it takes for the law to be justified and its corresponding adultery, then with this assumption in mind, outlawing adultery in a legal sense would be justified. But that result would be rejected by a lot of people who might think adultery is ethically wrong, but not want to see laws in respect to it. This type of example helps show why many people would reject the notion that an ethical basis or foundation is sufficient for law. But we can dig deeper here and ask, why is this the case? If an act is unethical, then why not just say that is all it ought to take to make the corresponding act illegal as well? Well, first, you could just embrace that position. 
you could think that all it takes for a law to be justified is that it forbids an unethical act. But that would be a pretty controversial stance, and lots of people would reject that idea and not want ethics to be sufficient for law. Those very same people can still believe that ethics is necessary to establish law, but just reject the idea that it's sufficient or all that it would take to do so. But things get even more interesting here. The many people who reject the notion of an ethical basis as sufficient for law can be asked, well, why not? And that is a fair question. One answer could be that certain unethical things are too minor to make into laws, and you can't effectively run a society if every ethical violation, no matter how small, is going to become law. This point about feasibility makes sense, but it doesn't really work so well as an argument. And here's why. Most people who would reject a law against, say, adultery, don't think that it's a minor ethical matter, and likely think that much more minor ethical breaches should be seen in the law. So lots of people who don't think that adultery should be illegal do think that speeding should be. Speeding your car should be, right? Even though they would often say that adultery is a much more serious ethical consideration. So we are kind of back to the same tough question of why wouldn't some things being unethical be sufficient for it being prohibited by law? Another possible answer here is that the law has a special feature of applying enforceable punishments. Laws aren't just suggestions that can simply be disregarded. They're mandates, and they're met with force when violated. And this is why laws that are literally never enforced aren't really laws in any substantive sense. They're just words on paper at that point. So given the nature of law as something that does involve the use of force by political power, it might only be certain ethical breaches that ought to invoke such force. Again, let's take a look at the example of speeding your car. Most would say, not the most serious of ethical breaches. But the case can be made that laws with speeding or about speeding are justified because of the potential increase of risk that speeding can cause to the physical safety of others. But if we have an act, even an unethical one, that does not threaten others in this way, then it might be disproportionate to apply the law to such an act or to make such an act illegal, for instance. Using political power through law to protect others from unethical, forceful acts has a type of symmetry to it, the force of law being met to counter unethical uses of force against others. But this summary is lost if law starts to deviate from people from protecting people against forceful interference. And this type of reasoning can serve as the basis for a position which views an ethical grounding as necessary for law, but perhaps not sufficient. That'll wrap things up today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, which really just scratches the surface at looking at the relationship between ethics and the law. Join me back in about a week or so for the next episode of The Egg Timer, and until then, as always, Wishing you good 
Philosophical Vibes.